In this bulletin, industrial relations bill to be amended before being introduced to parliament. The US plays down revelations of Russian interference in elections. And in cricket, Australia names its one-day-and-test sides with Pat Cummins to lead both. With the latest SBS News, I'm Julien Oyer. The federal government says key amendments to their industrial relations bill will be introduced when parliament sits again. Workplace Relations Minister Tony Burke says there will be more changes once a Senate report comes out on November 17. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says the current adjustments are not a sign the government has rushed the legislation. He says it is an indication of Labour's commitment to keeping their election promises. The fact is that the government that I lead was elected with a mandate to increase people's wages. Uh, we went to an election and can't have been clearer. And we also can't have been clearer either in a speech I gave to the Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry uh, in Sydney during the election campaign. I spoke about the need to get bargaining operating effectively. The Greens say Australia's government is not pulling its weight on climate change as the COP27 summit continues in Egypt. Australia has backed a global plan at the climate summit to promote green shipping and clean up the industry, as well as flagging a requirement for makers and importers of mattresses and tyres to ensure the items can be disposed of in an environmentally friendly way. But Greens leader Adam Band has told reporters in Canberra that governments across the world, including Australia, are avoiding the full measure of responsibility on the environment because they continue to support other damaging activities. As we're heading towards the climate cliff, Labor is putting its foot on the accelerator and gas projects. There are 114 new coal and gas projects in the pipeline around the country. And Labor is refusing to put a moratorium on new coal and gas projects. The United States says it is not surprised by revelations that a Russian oligarch has interfered with past elections. Kremlin-connected businessman Evgeny Prigozhin has publicly admitted the interference, confirming for the first time the accusations that he has rejected for years. But White House spokesperson Karine Jean-Pierre says Americans should have confidence in their elections. She says the information is being timed to come out on the eve of America's midterm ballot as a way to cause trouble. Jevgani is a known bad actor who has been sanctioned by the United States, the, the United Kingdom, and also the European Union. We also know that part of Russia's efforts includes promoting narratives aimed at undermining democracy and sowing division and discord. Two police officers in the United States have been charged with leaving a suspect in their patrol car on railroad tracks, which was later hit by a freight train. Prosecutors say one of the officers from the state of Colorado has been charged with attempted manslaughter, while the other has been charged with reckless endangerment and parking where prohibited. The 20-year-old woman had been accused of brandishing a handgun at another motorist during an alleged road rage incident north of Denver in September this year and had been placed in the back of the police vehicle following her arrest. 
It had been parked straddling the train tracks and none of the responding officers moved it. Recently released police video footage shows a Union Pacific freight train, its horn blaring, plowing into the parked SUV, seriously injuring the woman. And to cricket, Australia have named a full-strength 14-man side to face England next week in a series that is being seen as a key part of their one-day World Cup preparation. Travis Head is the new opener, while Pat Cummings, Mitchell Stark and Josh Hazelwood have all been named to the side. The announcement has come at the same time as Australia's test squad to take on West Indies in the Frank Rowell Trophy, with no changes made from last summer's team. Cummins will lead Australia in both formats, with selectors deciding against putting him on ice for his first series as ODI captain. Former Australian cricket Michael Hussey comments. That's why I'm, gl I'm glad I'm not George Bailey and one of the selectors having to make these tough calls, but I think it's a good place for Australia to be. They might be able to rest a bowler here or there, depending on how they're going. It's been a big summer already, you know, with the T20 World Cup and, um, and other things on as well. Um, so I, I would expect maybe to, they'll rotate it around a little bit. I'm Julien Oyer. This is SBS News.